3: Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
6: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So I will continue to talk about the Southwest Airlines and their policy. I don't even know if it's a new policy. It says it's a new policy, but some of you have texted in and said they've done this for a while. But their quote-unquote new policy... Regarding obesity, it grants very overweight passengers free extra seats. So, customers have criticized Southwest Airlines for a ridiculous policy that gives overweight passengers free seats to accommodate their size. The airline has instituted a customer of size, quote unquote, policy, which allows overweight passengers whose bodies take up more than one seat on the plane to get the number needed or get the needed number of seats for free. The policy policy states that the customer who's encroach upon any part of the neighboring seats may purchase however many extra seats they need, which will then be refunded at check-in. So to our point earlier, if they need an entire row, they want to sit in the middle and overflow to both sides, they can purchase three seats, go to check-in, and at that time, if the gate agent or the, you know, the, the ticketing agent decides that they would qualify to sit in three seats, they would get a refund of the two additional seats they bought and only buy one seat. Positive customers have praised the policy for allowing those with obesity to travel more easily. Critics say it's pandering to very overweight people and gives them an unfair advantage. On social media, many have pointed out that free space is not available to customers who are very tall and need extra legroom. By the way, great point. Those traveling with medical equipment or wheelchair users, these groups have to pay often hundreds of dollars for additional space. Some have also pointed out that the new rule is likely to worsen the airline's already hectic boarding process. Now, by the way, if those, are, those are dummies that don't know how Southwest works. So I'll, I'll interject here. I'll defend Southwest on this one. They don't have a hectic boarding process. Only the stupid people that can't read the signs screw that up. That isn't on Southwest. When you have the boarding number, you know, I don't know, A30, you go where the little sign is that's A30, you get in line, you walk on when they call a, A1 through, it's the way Southwest does it, it's A1 through 15, 15 through 30, and so on. It's not difficult. You get on the plane, you figure out where there's a nice open seat that you like, plop your rear end down, and call it good. Piece of cake. And if people actually would get on the plane and do that, you'd load really, really fast. Of course, they get on and dink around and throw their oversized bag up, which there's another whole, I I could go an hour on just the amount of crap people haul on an airplane and why they are allowed to haul so much on. And I will also say, if they're going to let a 500-pound person on and seat you, know, seat, you know, basically take up three seats, why am I only limited to 50 pounds in my bag? Now, with with Southwest, I get two of those, so it's 100 pounds, but you get where I'm going with that. Why do they limit the size of the bag that you can actually check? I realize people are having to move them around, throw them around, all of that, gate agents, et cetera, so I, I get where that comes from. 50 pounds is a lot for... A lot of those folks to be trucking things on and off the airplane. and But the point is, you're all limited to the amount of luggage you can carry on, but you can be 500 pounds and it's no big deal. I say 500 just because it's a round number. Actually, I, I use 500 pounds because there's actually a picture of a person in the article that I'm reading from that probably weighs close to that. That's why I'm using that number. person in the picture takes up three seats. Well... One and two halves. So, two full probably would be a better way to say that. Anyways, some are critical of the boarding procedure already, which again, these are people that don't fly much, evidently. Southwest passengers are unable to book seats ahead of time, which often results in a scramble for window and aisle seats when customers make it to the plane. Um, that's not true either. Let me. Ex- I hate to correct articles, but I have to in this case. Southwest passengers are unable to book seats ahead of time. That's actually not true. If you fly Southwest, by the way, if you fly Southwest a lot and you become an A-list individual, you're guaranteed that A slot, you know, that, that A, typically A1 through 30 no matter what, and you're getting on first and can pick whatever seat on the plane you want for the most part. Most of the times, even the bulkhead's open if that's where you want to sit. You also... Depending upon how you fly and what you do, if you have a Southwest credit card, you get a certain amount of free bumps. In other words, if you want to sit in the 1 through 15, you get, I think, per credit card, four free of those a year. So depending upon how much you travel, you can get in that 1 to 15 slot pretty easily. Now, outside of that, it all depends on when you check in. So if you're smart and you set an alarm and you realize that I'm leaving, you know, today it's... 4.11 4.11 right now is as I'm speaking on a Thursday, and if you've got a flight tomorrow at 4.11 or at 4.30, let's say, Southwest allows you to check in 24 hours prior. So if you know you're going to have a flight leaving tomorrow at 4.30, at 4.29, you're on your app, because you can do this anywhere, mobily, you're on your app at you know 4.28 or 4.29, and the minute it hits 4.30, you check in. And that's how you get to get your higher or your lower number, especially in the A's if you'd like. Most, most of the time, even if you're in the B section, you can get pretty much any seat you want. Now, you won't get it in the front of the airplane, but you can pretty much get that seat anywhere you want. Aisle, window, whatever you want. It's the latter part of the C's because they do it in A section, B section, C section. The no, no doubt. If you're in the latter part of the C's for whatever reason, maybe you had to book a late flight, maybe you had to buy a seat really quick, maybe you had to change, you know, you know your your uh, your plans for the day. If that's the case, and you may end up with a high number C as far as your boarding order goes, and yeah, you're you most likely are going to have to sit in the middle seat. Unlikely that you'll get an aisle or a window, and if you do, it's going to be at the back of the bus, clear back by the bathroom. But once you learn their system, which, as you can tell, I have, it actually works very well, and I prefer it over the other airlines. I hate the zones and all the other stuff the other airlines do. To me, it's just as easy to get in the A what, you know, in my case, if you're A1 through 30 or, you know, 31 through I think it's 60 because it's 30 on each side. It's easy just because, and by the way, as you can tell, I don't know that I've been in B for a very long time because it's really not that hard. This isn't that difficult. The people that find it hard, I guess, just don't ever fly much. I'm giving you all a lot of tips on how to make this happen. At any rate, I'm correcting this article because it's actually wrong in that case. Southwest policy states that customers qualify for the free ticket if any part of their body extends past the seat's armrest. The armrest is considered to be the definitive boundary between the seats. It reads, if you're unable to lower both armrests and or encroach upon any portion of the seat next to you, you need a second seat. Our policy does not focus on weight. The airline does not ask for a customer's weight or body mass index, BMI, which determines if you're overweight or obese. The extra seat can be purchased ahead of time while booking online and then refunded or customers can go to the departure gate and ask about the free seat. If you book the seat online, you'll have to see a customer service agent at the airport for refund documents. The purchase of the additional seat serves as a notification of a special seating need and allows us to adequately plan for the number of occupied seats on board Southwest Policy States. It also helps us ensure that we can accommodate all customers on the flight for which they purchase a ticket and avoid asking customers to relinquish their seats for unplanned accommodations. Kimmy Garris, a TikToker from Nashville who calls herself a, this is her saying this, not me, calls herself a fat solo traveler, posted a video of herself asking about the airline's policy for obese passengers back in October. In the clip, which has more than 900,000 views, the customer service agent gives her an extra ticket for the seat next to her. She is then seen boarding the plane and putting her extra ticket on the seat next to her so no one can sit there. In the overlaid caption, Miss Garris states that the policy should be the industry norm. She adds, flying in public transportation should be more comfortable and accessible for all people, including fat and disabled. Now, I don't see it that way. The disabled part, I get. That's in most cases of not your own choosing. I feel like I can say this where maybe even a lot of other talk shows, talk show hosts can't because I've been that person. I weighed 315 pounds. Charlie even remembers back when I did. I've been that person. I know how difficult it can be to travel and do things when you're a very overweight person. I finally got to the point where it's like, I I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to live as long as I need to. I need to get this under control. And and I did. And I'm not bragging. I just did. I had to. For not only my sake, the sake of my family, etc. I had to. Now, was it anybody's fault but my own that I weighed 315 pounds? No. I can't blame that on anyone other than my hand and my mouth. Those are the two things I have to blame. Being facetious, of course, it's my whole body that I have to blame. It was me, though. No one put me down on the floor or tied me to a chair and force-fed me to weigh 315 pounds. I did that all on my own. Now, part of my issue is I love food. All kinds. In fact, Charlie knows there's very few things you can put in front of me I won't eat. That's my problem. I like it all and i'm sort of one of those guys where when i do it i'm going to do it over the top you guys know me did the same thing eating did it over the top to the point where again i weighed 315 and and for a lot of you that you would just think well how do you get to weigh that much you know a pound at a time i know that sounds very simplistic but a pound at a time and just think about it this way you're 20 years old you know you're you're out of High school, college, whatever the case may be, and, you know, you kind of start settling down in life, become an adult, and you start eating more and doing different things. You're not as active, and you start working, and all these different things happen. And just think if you gain just five pounds a year, and some think, well, you know, it's only five pounds. I'm five pounds up from last year, it's not that big of a deal. Do that 10 years. Now it's 50. Do that for 20 years, and now it's 100. See where I'm going with this? You don't put 100 pounds of extra weight on overnight, by the way. It doesn't happen in one year. It's a month and a year and another year and another year, and your bad habits continue, and they don't get any better. And I can tell you right now, and I don't think I'm being critical of anyone that's overweight in this particular situation. This is not because of some medical condition they have. It's how they've chose to live life. Yes, they might have a slower metabolism. I do. I understand that, and you have to adjust your life and your lifestyle accordingly if you don't have the metabolism somebody else has. You eat less, or you exercise more, or a combination of. There's ways to do it, and to me, giving someone a free extra seat because they're overweight is not helping them at all. You're hurting them. You're making it easier for them now to stay overweight rather than making them think, geez, next time I fly, it'd be a lot easier if I didn't weigh this much. In fact, if I'm a frequent traveler, maybe I ought to think about taking a few pounds off. You were listening to Steve House earlier this last hour. He, like me, he didn't get up to the point that I was, but he, like me, got heavier and decided, hey, I need to take some weight off. And did. I think in Steve's case, took about 50 pounds off. So... Where I'm going with this is, in my opinion, this is a choice that people make, and now this particular airline is going to reward those bad choices, and I can talk more about that when I come back, but I don't think rewarding bad choices, and I like Southwest. I fly them, but I don't think what they're doing is good for the people that are actually flying them. Now, they're getting a lot of press over this, by the way. Their name's getting mentioned over and over and over again, so I guess in that case they're winning, but I don't think this policy is helping them any way, shape, or form. Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers, he's going to join me here in about a little over half an hour. We'll talk about the real estate market, mortgages, and so on. In the meantime, his number, 720-895-0500.
2: Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take aim. Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments. Pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM 720-895-0500 and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720 NMLS, 298-191, regulated by Dora, equal credit lender.
6: Hi-Fi Plumbing, and they do great work, by the way. Highly recommend them. If there's any plumbing need you have, they're the place to call. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
5: When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets and High Five plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget, down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better to moving them off exterior walls or adding heated tape to prevent freezing, the Colorado Code certified techs at High 5 know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High 5 that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com plumbing.
6: All right, remodel projects can become inundative and just overwhelming. Please don't let that happen to you. Call Premier Home Remodels today, and they will put you on the right track. Find them at com.
3: Premier Home Remodels can help you remodel while using the current equity already in your home. That equity has increased over the last decade due to the Colorado housing market boom. Premier knows that the sticker shock of remodeling will only increase, not decrease. So start planning now to build the space of your dreams. Your home's equity will also increase once construction starts, so use that as an advantage to get you the space you want. Premier's design team builds the project around your budget, and they will help you make it happen with the money already in your home. Their design team is tied directly to the success of the project. Work with a true design build team by going to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. Level
6: Engineering Solar may be right for you. Find out if you're a good fit, if your home's a good fit, if it makes sense, if it's the right rebates and money and so on. Alan can describe and, and give that all to you for your situation. 303-378-7537.
1: Alan Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they install a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can but Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation.
7: Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's afternoon rush,
6: KLZ 560. A couple of you have texted in, by the way, on the whole Southwest thing saying, you know, if I'm six foot eight or six foot five, do I get some sort of free accommodation? No, actually, you don't. And by the way, you didn't choose your height, God did. You're just the byproduct of the DNA that gave you that. In the case of people being overweight, that's not the way they were intended to be. In fact, we, as I talk all hour on Wednesdays, first hour of every Wednesday, we really get into this end of things, how to be healthy, how to lose weight, keep the weight off, et etc. Et you go back and look at pictures of the United States of America and our society, even just 50 years ago, there's a huge difference between then and now. And go back 100 years, and it's dramatically different. So no one can tell me that I'm just big boned, I'm made this way. No, you're not. Sorry, that doesn't fly. No, you're not. Because if you would have been around a hundred years ago, you wouldn't look that way. What you were eating, how much you were eating, the exercise you were getting, how much walking you were doing, all these things combined, no, you you wouldn't look that way. Somebody also texted and I have to measure my measure and weigh my food and intermittent fasting to keep myself at 195 being six foot four. I, by the way, have to do the exact same thing. So you and I, whoever this person is texting is exactly the same way I am. I have to do the exact same thing. And Charlie knows I am constantly watching my weight during COVID. Did it go up? Yes. We just all were, you know, not eating the same things. In some cases, you couldn't eat the same things. You couldn't be as active. I mean, they had all sorts of restrictions on what you could and couldn't do. And I I think there's very, very few people that didn't pick up weight during COVID. I was one of them that did. And I will tell you, the older I get, the harder and harder it is to keep taking that weight back off. So what I will tell a lot of you listening is, if you're getting up in age, over the age of 50 even, in other words, if you're in your 40s, lose it now. If you're in your early 50s, lose it now. I will tell you that since hitting age 55, has it become harder to take those pounds off? Absolutely. Absolutely. Used to be. I could go on a diet and take 20, you know, 20 pounds off in, you know, four or five pounds a week, no problem. Piece of cake. Overnight, almost. Not anymore. You know, back when I lost all my weight, I literally lost that 100 pounds in about 18 months. I don't think I, well, I know I couldn't do that today. If I was 100 pounds overweight today with my age and metabolism, couldn't happen. This person goes on to say a lot of fat folks are bitter towards thinner people and have a fake happiness, uh, and they call themselves body positive, but they don't understand the sacrifice that goes into a fit and healthy body. Very few people have great genetics. It takes work. Yeah, much much to what I'm talking about. Thank you, by the way, for that. You're exactly right. It does take work. It takes mental fortitude. You have to look at what am I eating? How much am I eating? Why am I eating this? What am I going to do if I pick up a few pounds? I'm going to take that off. What do I need to do to stay healthy? And, and I also will say, I'll be the first one to say this, just because you're thin doesn't mean you're healthy either. There's a lot of people that are thin that have heart issues, hardening of the arteries, those sorts of things as well. So just because you're thin doesn't mean that you're one step ahead of everybody else. Just because you're fat doesn't mean you're you're unhealthy in that area. But I will say this, and I know this because I, I think my memory is correct because I went through all this when I lost all my weight. I think... I want to say for every either every five or ten pounds of body fat, you have another mile of blood vessels. So think about how much more your, your, you know, your heart and your body has to work to make all that happen. So I know I'm, I'm over my time. I went too long in that first segment. Got to take a break. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Hey, make sure that you're dialed in when it comes to your finances. Al Smith would love to help you. He is our financial advisor here at KLZ 560. Call Al today, 303-744-1128.
4: Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how vital it is to plan today so you can maximize what you have tomorrow. The years pass faster as we age. And if you're in your 50s and you're still letting your employer manage your plan, you need to schedule a no obligation meeting with Al to make sure you're on track. Al will take your goals, wants and needs and create a comprehensive plan you can depend on. Make it your New Year's resolution to take control of your retirement, to maximize your opportunities in retirement. This is the right time for a fresh look at your retirement plan with Al Smith and his 30 years of financial experience. If you're over 50 and don't have a retirement advisor, or if you need a new perspective, contact Al today by going to klzradio.com money, schedule your free, no obligation consultation and see what Al and Golden Eagle can do for you. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
6: All right, K&R Home Transitions, again, make sure that you are dialed in when it comes to selling, buying a home, including the reup program. They can help you with all of that and explain how that works exactly. K&R Home Transitions, again, find them at klzradio.com.
8: When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates, and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. These
6: short daylight days remind us of how important it is to have good security, night lights, things along those lines. And I mentioned that the other day to a client of mine and have Genesis 1-3 come out and do some outdoor lighting, and that's exactly what they can do for you. Find them at klzradio.com.
9: Genesis 1-3 Electric is on a mission to make your home electrical panels safe. Denver is home to many outdated electrical panels due to changes over the years in the electrical codes. And if your panel is made by certain specific manufacturers, you need a replacement unit ASAP. These obsolete panels are against the new Colorado Electrical Code because they are prone to malfunctions that can lead to fires in your home. Or if you've been experiencing things like flickering or dimming lights, breakers tripping more than usual, or receptacles that don't work, you need to call Genesis 13 Electrical for an inspection today. The team at Genesis 1-3 will provide the proper installation for your home and they will educate you on everything you need to know about your new up-to-code electrical panel. KLZ has vetted and highly recommends Genesis 1-3 Electrical to keep your home safe and sound. Contact Dustin at Genesis 1-3 Electrical today at klzradio.com slash light to learn about special listener discounts.
3: Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
6: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. We appreciate it. Uh, Maya Corbeck joining us right now, author of From Piggy Bank to Stocks. Maya, welcome. How are you today?
10: Hi there. Yeah, I'm doing great. How are
6: you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us, and I've got some data in my notes, which is I I cannot argue with because I know how many people actually do this. 71% of shoppers are planning to give gift cards as holiday gifts this year. Um, And by the way, that's making big big headlines. I have not talked about this yet because I knew you were coming on. Tell us where some of that risk might be.
10: Well, I think with gift cards, um, you know, first of all, uh, you know, there are, I, I don't know exact percentage, but I know there was some research done with gift cards you know, being lost or never being used. Yep. Um, but then also, it's a gift that you know. In my opinion, and this is, I guess, what we're going to talk about next is, it's a gift. You know, yes, you enjoy it once, and it's nice to get, but it doesn't go past that one time. Uh, experience, whereas there are other things that we could be doing for um, others, especially for our kids when it comes to gifting. And, you know, we could be giving them gifts that keep on giving.
6: True. And and for those of you listening, the scam, or not I don't know if it's scam, what's going on right now with gift cards, you have to be really careful, is please make sure that you're feeling inside of the packaging of whatever gift card you're buying, because a lot of folks, Maya, are actually buying gift cards. They're not buying them. They steal them. They go home. They cut a portion off. They then put everything back together, put it back on the rack, and when somebody buys it and then energizes it, well, they've got the code already stored because they took part of that card off. So when you're buying a card, if any of you do, please make sure you're buying the whole card. In some cases, uh, you could even get to the checkout lane and ask them to open it before you even buy it to make sure that it is, in fact, a complete card. That's kind of, right now, Maya, the scam going on.
10: Oh, I'm so sorry. I actually did not even know what that was going on
6: yeah it's a it's it's um I didn't know about that till just a few days ago, and again i wanted i didn't I didn't mention that until till now because I knew you were going to be coming on talking about this, but you know, to your point, um are they a good idea? you know I think there's times where you know, Maya, it's probably just the way it is, and there's not much else you can do for that particular individual. you want to do something for them, but you don't know exactly what they would like, especially us men we're not the easiest to buy for, but when it comes to especially close family members and kids, especially, yeah, I'm with you, go buy them something of value.
10: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree.
6: Now, on the same token, um, you got to do a little more work when you do that, don't you?
10: Yes, definitely. Um, So, I mean, you know, I guess it depends on um, different family members. But um, one thing that I like to do is actually uh, do a little bit of work and do a little bit of research and actually give give. Kids in particular, I like to give them stocks.
6: Okay, and, and that's, yeah, I, when I read that, I'm like, okay, I never, I learned something new on this program every single day. I had never thought of that. So, it, 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 you know, for those of us that have never even thought about doing that, explain to us how that works, how you do it. Give us the whole process
1: there.
10: Yeah, so this is something that I've been doing for my children uh since they were born. And for every uh Christmas as well as for every birthday, I buy them. uh I used to buy them stocks of companies that they knew and understood so that uh, they can start to think more like owners rather than consumers. So an example I like to use, and by the way, this is not a recommendation that people go out there and invest okay. in this particular company, but I like to use Apple. Like okay. a lot of kids have iPads, they have iPhones. Sure. And, um, you know, they're consumers of Apple products. But what if we buy them shares of Apple? So now they're actually owners of Apple, right? Right. And um, it's, it's just has, you know, it feels different. They think about it very differently. Um, and then if they hold on to these stocks, uh, you know, if, especially if we've done a bit of research in terms of, like, what we're investing in, um, some of these companies are expected to grow and, you know, give some really good returns. Right. Now, um, as my kids got older, I started investing more into something called ETFs and index right. funds. And just real quick recap of that: what that is is that when I buy one share, let's say of an ETF, and if it's, for example, a share called VOO, uh, it just means that I'm investing in 500 largest U.S. companies, including Apple uh, and like companies like Microsoft, Google, Facebook. Um, And so now that's what I do. But I used to, when they were little and also because I was teaching them a lot about investing, I would invest specifically into um, individual companies just so that they understood, you know, a little bit more about investing in stocks and that we could actually talk about this, especially if the company was in the news. Um, You know, we could discuss, you know, do you think that whatever's going on in the news is going to make the share price go up or go down and things like that?
6: No, that makes, makes total sense. When, it comes to other things we can help our kids with. Again, you're the author of From Piggy Bank to Stocks, The Ultimate Guide for Young Investors. When, I guess let me ask you this question. I think you already have defined this. How early or is, is there a too young to do this? In other words, what's the age where we really need to start focusing with our kids on this?
10: You know what? I, I say as soon as your child is born, um, you know, we don't need to invest a lot. The thing about investing is that the compound interest and the long-time horizon that our kids have ahead of them, um, they do the heavy lifting of the wealth creation. So you could literally be investing, let's say, even just $10 per week, and your child can become a millionaire. And I'm talking about investing $10 per week, um, and then your child continues to do so when they get their first part-time job. And then even at some point, they can stop investing. But this money, if it stays in the portfolio, it Mm. keeps growing So, um, you know, you can start doing it on behalf of your child. Obviously, when they're born, they don't know anything. But as they get older, you can start teaching them.
6: So what you're saying is for $520 a year from the time they're born, that Mm -hmm. just continues to accumulate. and It's that compound interest, isn't it?
10: Exactly. And honestly, it seems almost unbelievable, but it's a simple math, and I encourage everybody, you know, go Google compound interest calculator, and you can play around with it. And I think when people play around it, they actually really understand that this is doable. This is simple math.
6: But so many parents, especially, number one, don't think about that for themselves, definitely don't think about it for their kids, and... I don't – well, first of all, Maya, we don't teach compound interest. We don't teach much financially speaking anymore when it comes to kids in school. It's one of those – by the way, I think one of the things we need to start getting back into the school system. And uh, my feeling on why we've not done that in really the last couple of probably two or three decades we haven't done that is because when people don't understand numbers and finances, you can have $33.7 trillion in debt and no one knows any different.
10: That's correct. Yeah, and people are scared of um, because we don't teach them. People are usually intimidated by things that they don't understand. True. So they stay away from it. True. To their own detriment. By the
6: way, I, I, I was off on that. We're almost now. We're only uh, we're only about ninety billion shy of thirty four trillion. Mm hmm. It's really um, I. I I, I hate, I mean, we should all be saddened by that, by the way. $34 trillion, that is dollars, Maya, you know, that we're going to be putting on the backs of those kids and grandkids down the road if we're not careful.
10: Absolutely.
6: I mean, they're the ones that are going to be paying for it, not us. But anyways, that's a whole other, we can have you back, that's a whole other conversation. When it comes to other things we should be teaching our young people, how they create wealth, what are the things should we be doing besides the things you've mentioned?
10: Well, I like to, you know, I mean, personal finance is, Huge. And so I like to start off with basics, especially when they're little. Um, Kindergartens understand the differences between needs and wants. The next thing that I like to teach kids is to pay themselves first. And what I mean by that is to save a portion of the money that they get in, whether it's from allowance or monetary gifts or when they get their first part-time job, if they can make that a habit, and they say 95% of what we do, we do out of habit. Right. If they can make that a habit, and that money that they've saved, put aside, they kind of forget about it, that's the money that they can invest. And literally, again, math is simple, compound interest is simple, that money can grow, and they, we can all become millionaires. Agreed. Um, it doesn't really need to be put, you know, we don't need to put a lot on the side.
6: One of the things that I was big on, I didn't learn this early on in my parenting years. It took me a little bit to to learn some of these things,, uh, Maya, but I the other thing that in our family, uh, there was a phrase that stopped being used, and I again, I should have learned this earlier than what I did, but we stopped using the phrase, "We can't afford that." So you know a child would ask something and you'd say, "Oh, we just can't afford that." No. The answer is that's not in the budget, but, you know, if you want to do X, Y, and Z to create some additional income, we may be very well to put that in the budget, and you yourself could buy that. Again, words matter, and just telling your child that it's not in the budget or, you know, that you can't afford it makes them come up with this, you know, poor mentality and that, you know, basically we've done something wrong to not afford it. Wrong answer, in my opinion.
10: I absolutely agree. Words are very powerful, and we don't want to um, you know, teach our kids scarcity mindset. I think we want to empower them and teach them that we all have choices. So it's sometimes it's not because we cannot afford something that we choose not to buy it. I like to say I choose not to buy that go. because, as you said, it's not in my budget, or I have way too many. Let's say, I don't know, it's a cup or something. I have way too many cups, right. or I have similar items like that. Or this is something that I really want, but maybe I don't have money for it right now. Let's make a plan and figure go. out how can I afford it.
6: Or it could be something to the effect of, you know, wouldn't you rather have this versus that? And if that's the case, then let's figure out a way to make that purchase instead of this purchase. Again, to your point, words matter. And I just, to me, just that whole, we can't afford that. That's just a, a poor man's mentality that I don't want my kids to get set in that mindset of.
10: Absolutely, yeah. And I think our money mindset is really important. And I, I like to encourage uh, parents and kids to um, spend money mindfully. There so, you go. You know, there's no wrong. You know, sometimes people are very judgmental. You know, we look at other people, what they're spending their money on. But personal finance is called personal for a reason. That's right. But I think when we're spending money, it's, it's exactly what you said. We have to be very careful with our words, and, like, we have to mindfully decide, do I want to spend it on this item, or do I want to spend right. it on another item?
6: My, my kids make fun of me now, and they're all grown. My youngest is 31, Maya, and and they make fun of me because even though I'm at an age, and most everybody listening knows that because I'm an empty nester now, and, you know, disposable income changes when all the kids are grown and gone, It's not it's not that I can't afford satellite or cable TV, Maya. I can. But fundamentally, I have this, this just, I don't know, it just, it just gnaws on me that the stinking prices for cable TV or satellite TV are approaching $200 a month. And for me personally, it's, it's not that you can't afford it. It's the principle of I'm not getting that much value out of that. Why am I going to, in, in this case, waste $200 a month on cable or satellite? That's just a, you know, That's one example of what we're talking about.
10: No and I agree I just recently actually had i was buying I wanted to buy Christmas planters just to put them in front of on our on our right, porch right I needed four of them and I went and I live in a very nice area. things are pretty expensive where I am
6: oh you and you and my, by the way place. you and my wife would get along very well because this is this i I can almost tell what you're going to say you two would get along very well
10: <laughs> but I mean there was there was a place where I ended up going to and one planter they were selling it for two hundred and
9: fifty dollars. Yep.
10: For four of them, that would be 1000 And again, it's like, well, I'm sorry. That's just not yep. going to happen. That's so right. So I went and I, I did find planters that are much cheaper. I bought four of them for $150. I know, again, that's a splurge, too. Like some people don't Correct. have money to spend on that, Correct. right? But then again, this is mindful spending. It's kind of like I want my porch to look nice, but I'm not willing yep. to spend $1,000. Yep. I will spend 150 It may not look the same, but it will be good enough.
6: There I, you go. No, so, you you are yeah. you're speaking our language. You know, we we have the exact same example of them we were You know, roaming around Home Depot uh, one day, and, of course, if you're in the garden section, and it's long about, I don't know, November or so, and there's not many people in the garden section, stuff gets marked down, you can actually find things at a pretty deep discount, and then you go, and my wife's pretty handy on the craft side, so then you go make all of the things that go inside of it for uh, way, way, way less than what you'd go out and buy the ones that you're talking about. And, yeah, for a fraction of what those high-dollar ones cost, you can build them for literally 25% of that. Exactly. And, and again, it's that mindful spending. And it's, and it's not – I think this is where even with my own kids, even, even though they're adults now, you have to be careful with It's not that I can't afford going back to the cable TV. It's not that I can't afford it. I won't afford it. I, that's a decision on my end. I'll figure out other ways around it. I'm not giving them my hard-earned money.
10: Yes. Yep. I hear you. I, I mean, we're the same way, my husband and I.
6: And, and again, it's not because I'm even quote-unquote cheap. It's just there's not enough value. I don't watch enough TV. There's not enough value coming back to me to justify spending it on that.
10: It's really interesting because I feel the same way. I When I look at personally, I think maybe for our family, this is something that we talk about frequently. If I'm spending the money, it is that value. I have to get there. You go enough of value uh, to justify that spending. That's right. And so... You know, and I, I guess, you know, everybody perceives value differently, but I, I hear you about the cable. We haven't had cable in, I don't know, the last 15 years. Good for you. It's been a long time, Good. yeah. Yeah,
6: so and and, and by the way, you're, in, and for everybody listening, by the way, that maybe has it, you won't miss it when you don't, trust me. Right. It, you, you don't know that you don't even have it. There's enough online things and streaming and so on, Maya, as you know. There's ways around it. You don't have to have it. It's It really, I guess if you're buying anything from cable, and, and satellite is maybe some convenience and it's all in one place, but it's very easy to work around that today.
10: Yes, absolutely.
6: All right. You know, Maya, this is great. I, I've enjoyed having you. My wife's listening and just texted me and said, my kind of gal. Yeah, you two would get along really Aww. well, by the way. So, <laughs> so thank you very much. Where do people buy the book, by the way?
10: Yes, the book is on Amazon um, or any other major bookstore um, online like you know, Target, Walmart, uh, Barnes and Noble, but it's called "From Piggy Banks to Stocks: The Ultimate Guide for a Young Investor."
6: And it's Maya Corbick, Corbic, C O R B I C. Maya, again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have you back. This has been fun. I've enjoyed it very much.
10: Yes, yeah, thank you so much for having me on, and have a great evening.
6: You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Have the same. And uh, American National Insurance is next. Now, one thing that you can't skimp on is. Insurance, and yeah, that's one of those areas where I do feel like there's value coming back, and I want to make sure that I'm properly insured, and I've had total catastrophes to where insurance was a big deal, and that's where you don't want to skimp. Call Paul Leuenberger, my good friend today, 303-662-0789.
11: Paul Leuenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Leuenberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789.
6: Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. Make sure you're dialed in because only a third of Americans are. You want to be... Uh, a part of uh, that third, by the way. So make sure that you fit into that group. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Find him at klzradio.com.
3: If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you they offer an easy 144 month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets and in some cases they can even draw your case out longer why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy doing things the right way now with michael bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com/estate.
6: All right, when it comes to vehicles, we've got you covered. Ridgeline Auto Brokers in Boulder, that's the place to go buy your next new used vehicle. Ridgelineautobrokers.com.
3: Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at ridgelineautobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit ridgelineautobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Cub
6: Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, make sure you're dialed in, and if your furnace hasn't been tuned up yet, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com.
7: The reason Cub Creek Heating and AC is a Ream Pro Partner is because Cub Creek's installation process and customer service are exceptional. For example, Cub Creek takes an extra step other companies don't take, and that is ensuring your warranty registration on your furnace is completed as part of their installation process. This takes the hassle out of you worrying about any of it. They also inspect your entire system and properly seal all ductwork, preventing any leaks. If needed, Cub Creek will take the time to modify your filter access on your furnace so it's easier for you to use. Cub Creek also does things like helping you understand rebates and incentives for high-efficiency equipment so you don't miss out on any chance to save. They notify you when you are due for service or if there are recalls. The pro team at Cub Creek goes well above and beyond other HVAC companies, so reach out to Doug and Hunter by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today to schedule your service. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back.
0: Joe, got a few minutes here. Go for it, sir. John, I've been giving gifts, I think, longer than you have, so I've got a, a little, a few tips. I like to give gifts that when uh, people see it or use it or remark, they say, oh, yeah, my brother gave me that, yep. my son gave me that, my, my father gave me that. Good idea. So, and, uh, and by the way, and I don't wait for Christmas. For instance, if I go to an art fair in the summer, um, one of the most favorite uh, pictures my mother has It's uh, she's very into horses. And one summer, was at an art fair in Castle Rock, and they had this magnificent aerial picture of a bunch of wild horses running. And I bought it in July, and gave it to her for Christmas. It's one of her favorite pictures. Same, you do the same thing. You buy a sculptor or something, a a sculptor, a piece of you know, you know, something, pottery, whatever, and you save it till, and you save it. But whenever they see that picture, they think of yes, I I know who gave me that. Some other things. particularly if you have young adult children, things like a tire inflator. Remember we talked about the yep, battery good idea. Operated Yep. Tire, tire inflator. Car tools and a safety kit, including lights, road flares, whatnot. You know, your kids probably don't have them, but they need them. So I gave my daughter one year, I gave her a whole car tool safety kit with lights and everything. Nice. Uh, Weather tech floor mats. Um, picture on, you can take a favorite photograph and have it put on canvas in a frame. Good idea. Picture, picture on canvas. Shooting lessons. Yep, um, good one. Flying lessons, cooking lessons. Uh, I've given flying lessons to people. Uh, Great
6: idea, by there. the way.
0: And if they, if they think they might be interested in shooting, you can get a gift certificate for a shooting lesson, which includes the gun, you know, the range yep. time, yep. the gun rental, and the ammunition. Great um, point. And they'll remember, trust me, they'll remember forever the day they took their first shooting lesson and, and how they came to have it. Now, yes, yeah, my, my brother Joe gave me my, gave me my first shooting lesson. Um, Special liquor, if you've got a guy that's into scotch, if, if you give a guy that's into whether bourbon or scotch or whatever, if you give him a nice bottle of scotch, he's not going to drink it in a month. He's not even going to drink it in a year. Right. You know,
8: a
6: right. Special
0: scotch. Same thing, a, a boxed wine set. Three cigars,
6: or those sorts of things as well. For some guys, they love that.
0: My daughter gives me cigars every year, and every time I light one up, you know, it's a special cigar yeah. she gives me. There you go. And I, and I, don't, I don't smoke the same cigar every day. So every time I light one of the cigars that she gave me, I think, hmm. "Yep, my, very my nice. daughter gave." My daughter. Yeah, and my me.
6: grandfather was still alive way back when he was a pipe smoker. And Joe, I'd spend all sorts of times. I learned all sorts of things back then at an early age about pipes and smoke and or the tobacco. I mean, and the stems and the bowl and the type of wood and so on. I became quite a little expert, and I wasn't very old doing all that.
0: Yep, and the concert tickets, you know, yeah, good tickets, one. Um, you know, and even in Denver. We don't have Broadway shows, but there are all sorts of— Oh, tons. Bro- —that make it to the—
6: That's uh, right.
0: —that make it there, like Wicked. I've given tickets to uh, to shows that come to—you know, they're Broadway shows that come to Denver. Great idea. And people will remember, yes, I saw this show yep. or I saw that show. And then the reason they remember is because you gave them the tickets. That's or even great. Basketball, basketball tickets, football tickets, Yep. baseball tickets. Even all good. The Broncos are sold out. You can still find it. That's right. That's right.
6: Joe, with that, I'll let you go, man. Appreciate you very much. Have a great night. Uh, Roof Savers of Colorado coming up next. Dave Hart, give them a free roof inspection. Just kidding. You can do that for nothing and do that on your own, by the way. It's really easy. Roof Savers of Colorado, 303-710-6916.
12: With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCo.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way.
1: This isn't Rage Radio. This is Real Relatable Radio. Back to Rush to Reason.
6: All right, we are back. Another full hour coming your way. Kurt Rogers is going to join me. We'll get into everything going on with housing, the mortgage world, what's coming down the pike, knowing what the Fed just did, and many other things. If you have a question, you can text me right away, 307 200 We'll start answering that as soon as we come back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.